Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, February 9th, 5.42 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up one at 679 and a half. March soybeans up 12 and a half at 1532 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat up five and a quarter at 770. March Kansas City wheat down three quarters of a cent at 895 and a quarter. March spring wheat down one and a quarter at 925. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, leave me a rating or review. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Drop me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. I'm going to start off with the Brazil crop report today, which was a little bit more interesting than the USDA crop report. I'll talk about that in a minute. So Brazil's government or CONAB, that's like Brazil's USDA, they had their crop report out yesterday. They increased their estimate for the country soybean crop just marginally. They went up to 152.9 from 152.7 previously. So their estimate for the country soybean production still indicative of a record and by a wide margin. Uh, what was interesting to me was that they cut their projection for the country's corn crop and they made, I guess what I would call a material cut. They went down to 123.7 from 125 previously. Now that 123.7 is, is still a record crop, but uh, some of the reasoning is interesting here. Conab cited wet weather and planting delays as the reason essentially for the reduced corn production estimate. Conab said this, with the progress of the soybean harvest during February, corn sowing is expected to gather pace. However, due to climate issues, a significant portion of the area will have to be sown in the first days after the end of the recommended climate window. Conad projects that the second corn crop will account for 77% of Brazil's total corn production this year. When you look at global corn producers, the United States is still head and shoulders above everybody else, and then you've got China, and Brazil is a distant third. Perhaps more important than that is that Brazil is expected or projected to be the world's top exporter of corn this year. They're going to be just slightly above the United States, according to the most recent USDA projections. So could these planting delays in Brazil turn into a friendly story in regard to the markets. I suppose that's a possibility. Uh, you got to remember when it comes to planting delays, like when we have planting delays in the United States, it typically takes the market a while to react if it ever reacts at all. It seems like planting delays need to become fairly severe in order for uh, the markets uh, to react to them in any real meaningful way. Maybe the same can be said about Brazil. Now, they've got more rain in Brazil. There's some rain on the radar here this morning, and you look at what's expected over the next 10 days, they've got more rain on the way. Just about every place in, in corn and soybean country in Brazil, they're going to see at least a couple inches of rain, if not more locally over the next 10 days. So um, this wet weather pattern that they've had and the wet weather pattern moving forward, yeah, it could be a friendly factor uh, in regard to the corn market in particular. I, I think the bean crop's made for the most part, but uh, this corn deal is just getting started uh, with that second corn crop. Now, Argentina crop estimates continue to be cut. Uh, country's Rosario Grain Exchange pegged the soybean crop at just 34.5 million metric tons, down from 37 previously. That's one of the lower estimates I've seen out there. A lot of the private groups are in the mid-30s, but this is one of the lowest ones. This would be the smallest soybean crop in Argentina in 14 years, if confirmed. The exchange said this in a report. Unfortunately, as warned in January, the area of losses was strongly adjusted, especially in second-class soybeans. They noted 
noted that uh, six or seven percent of planted areas would probably not be harvested due to poor crop conditions in Argentina. They also cut their corn production estimate. They went down to 42 and a half from 45. So uh, light crops and lighter crop estimates in Argentina continue to be the story. When you look at the weather forecast for Argentina, you're talking more scattered rains over the next 10 days. They're dry this morning. They're going to be dry until this weekend. And then you'll see rains return to some areas. But coverage and amounts will really uh, not be that great. Now, yesterday's USDA report did not feature any major surprises. There were some small adjustments. Uh, USDA left their Brazilian crop estimates unchanged. They did reduce their Argentina crop estimates, but they're going to have to come down quite a bit more um, if if those private uh, estimates from private groups and from uh, groups in Argentina are the real deal. On the U.S. balance sheets, there were some downward demand revisions. They cut the corn demand via ethanol estimate by 25 million bushels. That's a warranted cut. You may see more of that. Ethanol production has not been where it needs to be. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, in soybeans, they reduced the crush estimate, which was uh, kind of curious or interesting to me. Uh, they didn't do much in wheat. Global balance sheets, not any real material changes. A couple of small adjustments for Russia, Ukraine. No changes to the Chinese import uh, estimates for corn or soybeans. Um, if you guys are not a premium subscriber, USDA Report Day is a great day uh, to be a subscriber. I usually have a video out within 15 or 20 minutes uh, with all of the headline items, uh, quick big picture overview of the report, what you need to know. So if you guys aren't signed up for the premium deal, uh, go to standardgrain.com, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Just a ton of info from me every day, guys. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says that the U.S. will not rule out sending fighter jets to Ukraine. Blinken told reporters this in D.C. yesterday. At every step along the way, as needs have evolved, so too was what we have provided to Ukraine. And that was most recently took place with the decisions to provide the Abrams tanks and, of course, Germany providing the Leopard tanks and other European countries doing the same. So to this point, the U.S. has not agreed to send fighter jets, but now they're talking about it. And it seems like um, this is a story that's kind of repeating itself. It's like, first, we weren't going to send defense systems. Then we did. Then we weren't going to send tanks. And now we're going to. And now we're not going to send jets. But now maybe we will send jets. Um, U.K.'s prime minister said yesterday that his country will train Ukrainian pilots to fly Western fighter jets and that they may eventually send jets. So Ukraine is appearing is is preparing rather uh, for a counteroffensive this spring with the aid of Western weapons and money and training. Uh, this thing is still a risk to the markets. If there's any disruption to exports out of the Black Sea, Ukraine or Russia or both, uh, that could be a friendly factor when it comes to wheat in particular, but really the entire complex. U.S. ethanol production declined last week. 1 million barrels per day even. That was down 2.7% on the week, but up fractionally versus the same week last year. We're running at like normal enough seasonal levels, but we're not where we need to be in order to hit USDA projections for corn demand. So there are analysts out there and, and throw myself in there um, who believe that if you don't see an, uh, a better pace of ethanol production here in the coming weeks or months, there is risk, a uh, downside risk to that uh, demand projection for corn. Ethanol stock still very, very high, second uh, highest level on record seasonally behind only last year. We've got an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. For the current marketing year, corn sales expected 600 to 1.2 
Soybean sales expected 400 to 1 million even, and wheat sales expected 125 to 450. Cattle market was mixed yesterday, a little bit of back and forth. Cash cattle's been kind of light, 157 to 159 uh, in all regions. In the outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars down a little bit. The stock market's up. S&P's up 32. The Dow Jones up 220. Gold's up four bucks. Crude oil up eight cents in the March WTI, 78.54 last trade. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Friday.